As I mentioned, Larry Kesselman's put it out there. Hey, if we have a new Canberra uh, side coming into the NBL, who's our man? Paddy Mills. Matt Logue is across this, of course, and wrote the article in the News Limited papers this morning, and he joins me on the line. Good morning, Logie. Yeah, thanks for having me, Matty. Thank you for your time. Um, it's not a bad shout. It's it's pretty hard to punch any kind of holes into this one. If we if we get a Canberra team back in the NBL, mm. why wouldn't you go looking at somebody like Paddy Mills? Oh, Matty, look, it, it would be terrific. And, you know, as you mentioned in the opener, Larry Kesselman is, is certainly ambitious, and that's what he's been able to do. And he's, what, seven years in charge of the league. He took over in 2015, and the league was on, you know, death door, it was on collapse, there was one sponsor, I think, um, Wilson Balls and that's it, so you know he, he knows um, how to chase a dream and look, if Canberra does come in and at this point, Matty, it's certainly one of the options for expansion in the NBL, I think the venue down there at the AIS they're looking to um, redevelop that and it needs a little bit more government funding, so it's a few years off but also I think Paddy's a few years off I think he, at the moment, he's sitting on the bench at, at, at Brooklyn, but I know he's got aspirations, if he's contracted until the end of next NBA season and then he's a free agent, but no one's looking to retire him just yet, but in terms of him coming back, as we've seen with the likes of Andrew Bogut and then Matthew Delapadova, particularly Bogut well, I don't think there's anyone bigger at the moment, Matty, than, than Paddy Mills and the influence that he could have, particularly given his, his links to the Canberra region. He's born there. Uh, he was a former Cannons ball boy. And, and I think what he could do in the community, particularly with the Indigenous community, would be profound. Yeah, absolutely. So where is the league at with expansion plans? Mm. <laughs> They've got like, so much interest, Matty. It's, it's crazy. Uh, at the moment, I've got a story coming in tomorrow's papers in my column about where the NBL's at. And Larry said to me, look, we've got the Gold Coast, we've got Sydney, we've got Melbourne, we've got Western Australia, we've got um, Canberra, as I mentioned, all these people putting their hand up saying they want to be involved. And he's, the league are just wary of like, okay, we've got this interest, but we've got to be, we've got to make sure it's sustainable. So they, they did a, a really clever play, I thought, with Tasmania. They got ahead of the curve of the AFL and, and got a team there with the Jack Jumpers. And they've got a boutique stadium that sells out every week. So that's, that's working. What, what they're wary is, is, is expanding for the sake of the expanding and then it not being sustainable in the future. So they're looking at their options very carefully. But I think Canberra's right up there. They just need, maybe they need a bit more government funding, I think, with the stadium. Um, but I, I think Canberra makes sense, particularly when you look at the AIS is down there and it's been one of the most successful breeding grounds in the NBA Global Academy for basketball in this country. So if that can be linked with a, an NBL team and some of those colleges down there like, you know, Lake Ginandera and St. Morris, then, you know, oh, I think it's a no-brainer. At the moment, I think, Maddie, it's, it's about government money. The other thing they've got too, Logie, is history. They've got NBL history. They yep. won the championship three times. They were they were one of the yep. teams of the 80s. They won in 83, 84 and 88. And some of the great players that came through the NBL came through the Canberra Cannons. So you're not starting, whilst it is a long time um, coming since they were last in the league, you're not starting from, from ground zero. Yeah, I think that's a great point, Matty. And, you know, you're aware of, you know, of that history. And it's important, like... Whereas if you do start from ground zero, it can be tough. Like the Jack Jumpers are lucky that so there's no other sporting team there apart from the Sheffield Shield with the cricket. So that they've got this passionate support starting from ground zero. But you're right, the Cannons have got a rich history. I know there's people behind the scenes, former Cannon players, pushing hard with the government and pushing hard to 
to get uh, you know uh, the return of the Cannons or a Canberra team you know back in the NBL and and, I, and I, as I said I I just like the synergy there particularly with the AIS and it's it's a it's a region as we've seen with the, the Raiders and the Brumbies that they love their sport so if they've got a, a team there then I have no doubt they'll get behind it. And speaking of big names, you know, being involved in the NBL, I had a chat with Chris Pongrass yesterday um, mm. from the Sydney Kings, and we discussed the Luke Longley factor about coming into the ownership group of Hoops Capital. So not just the Kings, but everything under the Kings Hoops Capital banner. So the Kings, the Flames, the lot. What do you reckon? I mean, it's it's pretty obvious sort of history-wise and what he's achieved, but what else do you reckon what? Luke Longley can bring to the Kings? Oh. I think he brings composure, um, like he brings all his knowledge like, and, and his connections. Like, for example, my understanding is there was a recent Zoom meeting where he got Scotty Pippen involved and they had a conversation with Scotty Pippen about potentially coming on board the, with the Kings as a coach. <laughs> so, like, for starters, that's straight away, you know, pretty big, big connection. So, so um, he brings the phone book is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think with Luke and, and having known him for a bit, he... It's his calmness, it's his poise, it's the fact that he doesn't overreact to things or underreact. I think he'll bring the Kings um, all this, this knowledge of basketball, but also of a guy who's been around the block a few times in life and experienced some different things. And I think it's his people skills, Matty. Like, he's, he's very private and um, very respectful, but he, his ability to connect with people, particularly the players, and you talk to any of those Kings players and they'll tell you, oh, like, Luke is amazing and he genuinely cares about me. And oh, I think we've seen with Geordie Hunter, big man there at the Kings, he's a similar personality to Luke and Geordie will, will you know, will sing Luke's praises forever just saying, you know, he's made me feel comfortable to be a bit of a nerd in basketball. And, you know, I think, yeah, he's, his layers extend well beyond the court. As you well know, Matt, our listeners are all over it. So get this text from Bulldog Bob as we've been talking. He says, if Paddy Mills does join a Canberra team or comes back for Canberra, who would be recognised as Canberra's best ever player? Paddy or a young lady named Lauren Jackson? I've heard she could play a bit, says Bulldog Bob. Oh, there's a debate that we need to have. That's a big debate because I think Aubrey might blow up and say, well, hang on a minute, Lauren's from Aubrey. Yes, yes. <laughs> Oh, dear. There you go, Bulldog Bob. Smash straight back into your place. What happens tomorrow night, mate? Sydney Kings v New Zealand Breakers over there in New Zealand. Oh, look, New Zealand have been amazing. And what a great story. Like, you know, two years of COVID, because of COVID, they were on the road. They were away from their families. Like, you wouldn't wish it on your enemy. Like, it's it's, it's the awful, really, really difficult stuff. So the fact that they're up there on, you know, Second place is just a, a remarkable sporting story, no matter what sport you follow. In terms of the result, I, I think they've been good at home, the Breakers, but I think the Kings have they've shown some poise this year. Um, they haven't been perfect, but in those big games, they've found a way to win on multiple occasions and sometimes at the death. And I just think Xavier Cooks is just in rare air. Like I think grand final series MVP last year. I think he's the favourite to win the MVP this year. And um, the way he's taken that next step in his career, whether or not he goes to the NBA, that's another story. But he, at the moment, he's owning the NBL, Maddie, And I think on the back of Cooks, um, yeah, the, the, the Kings should be too good in a close one. Good on you, mate. Thanks for your time this morning. We'll look forward to that uh, next report in the News Limited Press tomorrow. Thanks, Matty. News Limited's Chief Basketball Writer, Matt Logue, on the line.
Um, yeah, that push for the Canberra Cannons is beauty. And, and as soon as I saw that, I haven't been across much of the expansion plans of the NBL, to be to be honest with you, on, on that front. But the, the Canberra Cannons, I mean, team of the 80s. Team of the 80s. They, they were punching away and they won three premierships along the way in that decade. <clears throat> so they've certainly got something to come back on. Excuse me for a sec. There you go. That's a little bit better. Certainly got something to build on if they do come back. And that's a, a good one, Bulldog Bob. You got us thinking about Lauren Jackson. I mean, she played for the Capitals for a whole stack of years, I think seven years uh, for the Canberra Capitals. And, of course, the Australian Institute of Sport spent so much time down there and then came back. So she, she had two stints, didn't she, at the Canberra Capitals. But, but, um, Albury Wodonga Bandits. So Albury is where she was born and Albury is where she is plying her trade now in the NBL 1 East where she came out of retirement. I mean, one of our absolute greats, no doubt about it. I don't think we want to buy into that argument, Bulldog Bob. I think we'll just tie ourselves in knots in that one. 20 minutes after 11 in Sydney, 20 after 10 in Queensland.